special guest today, Sean McBride, the movie guy, Thursday? is here. It is still Thursday. Okay, I know. We're throwing people <laughs> off, confusing them, but it's because we're getting a special edition of Sean McBride, the movie it's guy, this the week. Year end. I know, we got the best genres yesterday. Yeah. Today, we're doing six through ten of your top movies. Right, exactly. And so, you know, we did genre yesterday because a lot of times I come up with these top ten lists and yeah. people say, okay, there's some really weird, some arcane films on there. I've never heard of these, I'm never going to hear of these. And perhaps they have a point there, so we always like to do the more populist mm -hmm. stuff with the genres on sure. Wednesday. I gotta say, this year my top 10 list, and we'll do 10 through 6 today and 5 through 1 tomorrow, mm -hmm. uh, it's a pretty populist list, so I okay. suspect most people have seen a lot of these movies. Okay, right. good to know. Now, I did not want to know the order that you put them in, because I want to okay. be surprised. Okay. So, We'll start with 10 and then go down. Sure, I think that works. Number 10. Uh, we need a drum roll sound effect here. So there you I go. I got so, you. Don't worry. Okay, number 10. Um, <laughs> and this is uh, one, of, one of the few that's kind of a little more, you may not have heard of this. This is a film called Living. Okay. And this is Bill Nye. You may know him. He's done some, um, some he's a British character actually. Mm -hmm. you know, he was in the Pirates of the Caribbean, but under oh. a, a, a mountain of uh, latex, so you didn't see him. So. <laughs> it's the story of this bureaucrat in the 1960s. He's just, a, he's, a, he's a guy that enjoys giving people the run around. He's kind of, you know, that bureaucrat that doesn't want to help that much. But he gets a medical diagnosis and suddenly two things happen. He gets that and he, he realizes he doesn't have much time left. Sure. And there's this young woman who'd been in his department and she has quit and he sees her and he, you know, he's 70, she's mm -hmm. 20s. Um, people go, is this a romance? No, it's not. It's just he likes her youthful energy, her mm -hmm. ambition, her, her, you know, love for life. And so they start hanging out together. It raises some eyebrows, but it's a, it's a really melancholy but a sweet little movie, hmm. and I, and that's the thing. I mean, there are a lot of big over-the-top movies on my list this year, right? But it's a story about a guy at the end of his life trying to take stock and see what's what he can do to just put a little joy into the world. I think it's really sweet. I really like Bill Nye's performance here. Uh, one of the best performances of the year. He's on my list um, of best actor nominees. For really? The yeah. Okay, wow, that's saying something. Yeah. So that's got to be a good one. That is one I don't think I've heard of, but it sounds sweet. I yeah. kind of like the idea of it. Mm -hmm. Number nine? Number nine. And, and so, you know, we did the genres yesterday. We forgot yep. to do animation. We did. Which is good because, uh, well, not good, but this week's <laughs> my number nine is the best animated film Ooh, okay. of the year. So we kind of covered it late, better late than normal sure. than ever. Um, look, this is a film that, um, that a lot of people were upset about because it went straight to Disney Plus and did oh. not uh, play in theaters. When a Pixar movie comes out, it usually gets a big theatrical release. Mm -hmm. We're talking about Turning Red, okay. which uh, came out in the spring. I just thought it was a wonderful film. Obviously aimed a little more at the girls than the boys, but uh, I'm a boy, I enjoyed it as well. So, story of a little girl living up in, uh, she's in Canada, she's got her posse of friends, <laughs> and, uh, and basically it turns out her family has been cursed when they go, when you go into puberty there, their yeah. family sometimes turns into a giant fluffy red panda. And I thought that was just a kind of an adorable way to deal huh. with the issues of growing up and you know changing bodies and whatnot. I, I thought it was really well done. I liked the characters. I love the friendship between this girl and her friends. Uh, I love their obsession over this boy band. Some of the music in this it was really too good for it, just an animated <laughs> film. Some really good uh, some music here. I thought it was wonderful, so sweet, and yeah. like I said, aimed primarily at mothers and daughters, mm -hmm. but plenty there for the boys as well. Cute animation, good music, good performances, really a good film, yeah. 
And it's kind of a shame it didn't go into theaters, went straight to Disney Plus. Yeah, so. that, it's funny you've mentioned, you know, this is more toward, geared towards girls, because I'm watching this and I'm thinking, oh, that sounds like me and my friends, uh, Goober friends <laughs> obsessed with the boy band there when they're you younger. Go. Oh, yeah, uh huh. Yeah, so. <laughs> Moving on to number eight. Number eight is a film that earlier I would have thought it might have been much higher, but it's kind of been slipping. Um, I still think it's going to get a Best Picture nomination. Okay. This is Steven Spielberg's The Fableman. So we talked oh, about okay. this a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, uh, look, it's Spielberg's sort of semi-autobiographical movie. It's the story of a young boy growing up who discovers his, his love, his obsession with film and filmmaking, uh, and how you can look at the world through the lens of a camera. And it's also his story about her relationship with his mother and what he learns about his mother through his filmmaking and his relationship with her. Uh, I think it's really well made. And it's Spielberg, and the guy knows how to tell him, you know, that guy oh. may just do something with his life. Yeah. <laughs> it's Tony Kushner on the screenplay. That's a very good uh, screenwriter here. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's got a great, you know, cinematography look to it. I think uh, it, it's kind of fun because you see a lot of shots that you recognize. Oh, that's the shot from Jurassic Park. But oh, here we are saying, yeah. okay, we're going to put it in this story about a kid growing up who will later make a Jurassic Park. Um, I yeah. just, I think this is a very good movie. Uh, there was a time when we thought this was the slam dunk best picture winner. I'm, I think we're all backing off that now. I don't think it's holding up quite as as strongly as we thought it might. But I think it's a really good film. Now, is that because there's just better options? Or? I think so. And, okay. it, and sometimes they just have to catch the zeitgeist and hold on to it. Absolutely. And sometimes an early winner just kind of fades. Yeah. So. Okay. And where were we at? Eight? So seven next. So number <laughs> seven here. Um, uh, this is a film that I wish had done better at the box office. And this is The Woman King. And oh, this yeah. is this is a film that hey look if you like uh, you know Black Panther Wakanda mm -hmm. forever you know a lot of the mythology of that is taken from these real life events this is a, a historical action film set in Africa during the colonial period it's a story of this uh, this general who leads a tribe of warrior women who protect the kingdom and then how they deal with an, another kingdom that's attacking mm -hmm. but also the European you know colon colonialists um, I think this is really well done. I, I love the script. I love the performances. Uh, this is another one that several of these actresses are on my nomination list this year. Yeah. Really good stuff. And visually quite stunning. Um, you know, we're used to seeing action films, war sure. films, but seldom, you know, with these costumes and this production design. I think it's really well done. I don't know why it didn't really catch on the box office. That's kind of why I'm curious, too, because, yeah. I mean, I think there was a lot of hype to it, too, and everyone's really excited, and then... And then it kind eh. of fizzled. So yeah. um, I would say search this one out. It's a, it's a really good movie. So Okay. And then the last one for today, number six. Number six, another small film. But I, this is one that I saw months ago, and it's just stuck with me. Yeah. It's called After Sun. Okay. And it's the story of a father, a Scottish father, taking his daughter. He's estranged from the mother, but he takes his daughter uh, on holiday. And they go to a, an all-inclusive resort in Turkey. And quite frankly, it, you know, he doesn't have a lot of money. Mm -hmm. It's just dad and the daughter, and they're hanging out. And I kept thinking, oh, what's going to happen? Is you know, terrorists going to attack us? Right. No, it's the dad and mm. what and the sacrifices he's willing to make to bond with his daughter. And his daughter's at that age where she's not quite, you know, she's prepubescent, mm -hmm. and so she meets some older kids and she wants to hang with the kids, but she also, you know, wants to just be silly and have fun with her dad. I think it's so sweet. Like I'm kind of tearing up thinking about oh. it. I I, th I thought it was just charming. I love yeah. these performances. Paul Mescal 
is probably going to get an Academy Award nomination for his role as the father. Uh, the young woman, my critics group actually has a separate award for best young actress. She was my oh, vote wow. for best okay. uh, young actress. Yeah. I think it's really well done. It's sweet. It's good natured. Mm -hmm. Like I say, it's not a big film by any means because nothing really happens. Yeah. If they're hanging out and, you know, there's some, the you know, the allure of boys for the young girl, mm -hmm. but she's really not old enough and, you know, she kind of senses that that's going to happen. Yeah. And then it's also this question of, you know, growing up, there's some looking back and what happens to her. But for the most part, it's just dad and his daughter and his relationship with his daughter and what he's willing to do in his own struggles and how mm -hmm. he puts them aside so he can be with his daughter. I thought it was sweet. It's just a wonderful little film. And see, it sounds like one of those ones where you can certainly empathize with, relate to, right? Yeah. You know the struggles maybe some of your parents uh, have always, made. Especially yeah. if you're a parent, um, you know, I think it, it will appeal more to parents than yeah. perhaps kids, but boy, like I said, just loved it. Okay, well that's a good rundown of 10 through 6 tomorrow. We've well, let's do five, five through, through one. one. <laughs> we'll talk to Sean tomorrow, so be sure to tune in for that at 8.30, but still to come this morning, Chad will have a look at your forecast.